All right, continuing with Perik Base of Der Hashem. Um, this is where it becomes much more directly relevant to us because, you know, until now this was a lot more philosophical. As long as uh, we understand that number one, Hashem is perfect, means not lacking anything, and number two, that we can't know anything more than that about his essential being, then we're in pretty good shape from Perak Aleph. Um, so Perak Base is really where the rubber hits the road. We're going to be talking about the purpose of the creation. And the Ramchal over here lays down a big yisod. Uh, it's important to discuss it because if you've been around the block once or twice, this may sound to you like a chiddush. The Ramchal says that the purpose for the creation of the world was to be mative. Beginning of Perak base of Der Hashem. Now, has anyone encountered in other Sfarim a seeming contradiction to that? Something, something that says differently from that? No? So, um, I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw out uh, some. We don't, we don't have to put names onto this forum, but you might have heard that Hashem wanted a He wanted a place to dwell in the lower realms. Um, you might have heard the reason that Hashem wanted that His great name should be known that his honor should be revealed in the world. Um, so much so that the, the Gemara brings that uh, Rav Yehuda said, Akol bara uh, Hashem created everything, Lemanehu means Hashem created everything for his own honor, etc., um, and, and the Sfarim, you know, the, the, the other Sfarim are full of this stuff. This is going to be a classic reason why it's so important to learn Derech Hashem. Because some of the Sfarim that I quoted are very, very accepted Sfarim, very hush of a Sfarim. Um, and yet, if a person learns those Sfarim and understands that that's the purpose for the creation of the world, you're, you're literally missing, like, the whole story. Like, you know... You know, all of Yiddishkeit is not gonna is not gonna stim. Meaning, step number one, Hashem is shalim, right? That's the the only thing that we walked away from, with from the first parak is Hashem is shalim, and shalim is defined as what? Complete whole, not lacking anything, not lacking anything. So then, by definition. If you start the story with, and Hashem wanted a Dirabitachtonim, right? He wanted that his name should be honored. He wanted that his greatness should be known. Just like in the English language, the word want comes from they examined they examined him and they found him wanting. What does that mean? 
lacking, right? Want means to lack. If you want something, it means you lack it. That's why you want it, right? So all of those are going to miss that. I mean, you're not going to understand why is Hashem wanting things. That's step number one. Uh, <clears throat> um, and step number two is uh, is the you know the the, the you're going to view this as a contradiction to the whole concept of, of Hashem being a native of, of Hashem being someone who's good who's looking to do good. I mean, sounds like he's coming to coming to get from us something. Okay, so. Um, so, so the Ramchal over here opens it up with the fact that the purpose of the creation was lehative, to do good to someone else. I mean, doing good by definition means to someone else. Ah, uh, what are we going to do with all these Chashavas farm? So the answer is, don't worry. The the Chashavas farm are um, include none other than the Arizal, right? The, the, the Arizal himself says this to be a uh, to be a purpose for the creation of the world. And yet he himself, some of the Varshim point this out as a contradiction, right? But he says that the purpose is that there should be honor given to his name, that his great should be known, that his great name should be revealed. And yet, and yet he says that the purpose is to be native. So it appears to be a contradiction. Um, if we had the time, we'd... Should we look at the, at the language inside, or should we say outside? First one to speak. Okay, so, okay, we'll say it outside. It's meduik in the Ari, the way that the the way that the Ramchal is about to lay it out for us, which is there's always two things, there's always two beginnings. There's beratius, can be is darshan as base ratios, two beginnings. There's two beginnings to everything. The first beginning is an abechina of rotsam, of desire. The second beginning is, is called chokhmah. Uh, is, is in the beginning of a, a process of, of, uh, of, of, of a plan that's laid out. Okay? Um, the, those two are different. You know, they're both beginnings. They're, and there's two beginnings. But the rotsam is a more fundamental beginning than the Chochmah. Which means, if I want something, right, I want it, there's no, there's nothing that comes before that. You never ask, why, you know, why do you want it? That's not a relevant question. I want it because I want it. Okay? But, or I desire it, whatever. Um, Chochmah is a way to accomplish that. So Chochmah, you can ask why in Chochmah. Why? And the answer is going to be because that's what I desire. Okay? So those are, those are the base ratios, those are the two beginnings. So, what did Hashem desire? He desired to be native. We're going to see, hopefully, we're going to get by the end of today, at least to the end of Os Aleph, where we're going to see that that desire is ultimately going to translate into a plan that there should be honor given to Hashem's name. Okay? Or that His great name should be known, or that He should have a dear betachtonim, and all those other other expressions. So the point is that the fundamental, the source, the source desire is to be native, 
which, like we said, is very uh, consistent with our understanding of of, uh, of of the perfection of Hashem. It, it implies no imperfection, right? So, in fact, someone who is perfect, part of being perfect is to do good. Right? Like the Ramchal says, Michal Katov Lehetiv. The, the one one of the one of the characteristics of someone who is good is is, is to do good. Um, and then the way that that good is going to be accomplished is through a plan of that there should be honor given to his name as we're gonna, as we're going to lay as the Rambam is going to lay out over here. Now all these things he doesn't speak out over here in Der Hashem because Der Hashem is not a safer of Shak Levitari, of bringing sources and explaining what it is that he's, that he's um, resolving for us. But I wanted to bring this up, number one, so that when you learn others forum and uh, you see them seeming to contradict the Ramchal, they won't. Number two, to help us to, to follow the flow over here in Os Aleph, okay? where, where he starts off and where he ends up. And it's, it's, a, it's a very important transition is going to help us to understand, on the one hand, how, of course, the entire creation is altruistic. On the other hand, why it is that, you know, we're constantly talking about, you know, doing things for Hashem or, uh, you know, giving honor to His name, etc., etc. Okay, so that's the big vision of what we're trying to accomplish in Perik Base, Os Aleph. So here we go. So the plan, the the desire was to do good to someone else. Now, being that Hashem is perfect, then certainly that good is going to be done is not going to be a second-rate good. It's going to be as good as can be, obviously. Um, now, the now the good itself. Let's let's uh, say if you have an option, right? So Hashem can give this created being. We shall remain unnamed for now. In the end, we know it's going to be Adam, right? But for now, let's let's not give it a name to this created being. So Hashem can give him a very large bowl of um, chocolate ice cream, right? That's, although it might seem like a nice thing to us, but all good, says the Ramchal, compared to Hashem, who is the ultimate good, is really not good at all. Meaning, anything finite compared to the infinite is nothing. Right? Um, what, what if I multiply it by a billion? Like, like you know, just, the bowl of ice cream is bigger than you can possibly fathom, and there's, you know, limited, you know there's, there's more flavors than, you know, multiplying the flavors by a billion. So what? But compared to infinity, it's still nothing. Okay? So, so then... Um, the ultimate good that could be given is the good which is Hashem. Right? Hashem is the ultimate perfection, He's the ultimate good. So the, so the best thing that could be given is to give that perfection to someone else. And anything else, when compared to that, to give anything else, it's not just like, okay, it's you know, one step down. It's, it's the difference between between Shemayim Va'aretz, there's a difference between, between, you know, basically between giving and not giving. Okay? So that's really what Hashem 
would like to do, but here's the problem. This point we brushed over. I, I mentioned it's a very complicated point. Uh, we spoke about it a little bit uh, last week. The concept of pshitus, of Hashem's absolute wholeness, that it's not a compound, meaning we are made up of many different body parts. We're made up of many different things, other things as well, but let's just talk about our anatomy, different body parts. So, theoretically, if I would want to give someone my arm, I could do that. I, I may not want to do that, but I could do that. I'd speak to John over here, he'd figure out how we could do it with anesthesia, the zero, we cut, cut it off, like Hashem did on um, Rosh Hashanah, coming up in a few days, right, C- cutting off a part. Okay, we, we, could figure, we could figure it out. Right? And but and so with Hashem, He's perfect in every way. So Hashem would take, an, uh, you know, theoretically an aspect of that, uh, of the, of, the, of that perfection, and maybe give it to us. Well, that would be a pretty nice thing, right? But obviously, being there's all absolute one perfection, the perfection is, is whole. It's one. There's no parts to it, right? So that is Hashem, which means it's inseparable from Him, and therefore it's impossible to give it. It's impossible to give it. And nothing else can have that perfection. Remember we spoke about in the sixth point, in the last point, in the first parak, Achduso Yisborach, the oneness of Hashem, that these characteristics of perfection are unique to Him and Him only. Right? Nothing else can possibly possess them. Right? So, then what you're talking about, what we're ending up saying mm-hmm. is that the ideal would be to give this created being this the, the, the perfection that Hashem possesses, but that's impossible because that's a that, that's that's really, that's a part of who He is, not a part meaning like one part, but but it's the whole of who of, it's it's a holistic, it's an absolute oneness, and and it's and it's and it's one of that oneness. Okay, so 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 it turns out a catch twenty two, uh, Hashem w- wants to do the ultimate good possible, and yet the ultimate good possible is cannot be given. That's, that's the tension that's set up in the beginning of, 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 of Osalaf over here. Okay? So how's that tension resolved? So Hashem comes up with, with a tahbula, uh, uh, a workaround, which is called dveikus. Okay? Dveikus means that this creature will be able to... The perfection will not be his. It can't be his. Perfection is only, is only God's. It's only Hashem's. But, um, but this creature will be able to have a, a connection to that perfection and be nan and, and enjoy and share to a certain degree in that perfection. That's the that's the resolution, and, and so you know, if you have an opportunity to be nana, to to share, to have to have a certain even a minuscule portion in the ultimate perfection, or to have a large bowl of ice cream, right? Is the the choice is is obvious, right? So it's a, it's a much better to have to be nizdabek in the ultimate perfection, like I said, compared to the ultimate perfection, everything else. Is is sheker v'hevel? Is 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 absolute nothings? Yeah. So that's that's the resolution over here that Hashem is gonna 
is going to provide man, well, uh, this creature, um, with the mokom to do that. And uh, uh, to be nizdabek. And from the perspective of that is Dabkus, that's, uh, we're going to have lone perfection. Now, I wanted to read to you the last line of the O's, because this line is going to be important for us. It's going to help us to circle back to what we started with, right? V'nimsa, heyos, kavonoso yizbora shmo, bubriya shebara, livroa mishienene butuvo yizborach, beoso ader sheevshar shihanabo. So now it turns out, now we've redefined the plan. Initially, the, I mean, the desire was to be native to someone. But now, so now it turns out that the plan is to have a creature who can be nizdabek in Hashem's perfection. Now, if we stop right there, let's translate those words. We're going to understand where we've come to. Okay, first of all, to be nizdabek, I mean, it's a nice term to throw around, right? That pe- people like to throw that term around. Usually, it comes with some sort of a feeling of, you know, either like kind of a little bit open with the arms spread out, or then you then, then the arms want to come in for the hug, but then you realize very quickly that it's very awkward because there's nothing to hug, right? I mean, so, what are you talking about? What what is the concept of being nizdabek? in something, how does something finite grab onto something infinite? How, how does something corporeal grab onto something incorporeal? What does it mean to be nizdabek in something that's incorporeal? Right? What, what does that mean at all? Okay, so the point is that we, we, we have to be very careful with the languages. The languages that are used are always languages of, of corporeality, of the physical world where we exist, where we live, that we um, have words for. And then we have to be poshit that. We have, we have to extrapolate from that and to understand what the word really means. Okay? So just like in the physical sense, if I take two objects and I glue them together, that's called dibuk, that's called that's glue, right? So what happens? The two objects are located in pretty close to the same place in space. Were you asking a question? No, no. Oh, you... Okay. Um, so, the, so it means the two objects are close. That's what it means. The two objects are close. Okay? Now, for physical things... Really, the only way they can be, the, it's relevant to be close is in space. Okay? But for conceptual things, they could be close in other ways. For example, if I ask you, um, love versus fear, are those close or far? Right? What would you say? Well, I'll give you another option. I have love, fear, right? Or, uh, or, or, or let's, let's do let's do three, so it'll be easier for you. Okay, um, kindness, strictness, and mercy. Which of those two are are closer, and the third one is farther away? 
So kindness is kindness and mercy are close. Kindness and strictness are far. Now mercy and strictness are also pretty close, right? Because mercy is I'm you know, I, I, I I'm not just gonna do it for nothing. If if you're if, if you're deserving, then, we, then 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 there's gonna be what to talk about, right? So the point is, so it comes out kindness on the one side, strictness on the other side, and mercy somewhere in the middle. Now these are not these are not uh, in space, right? These are in concept, but the concepts can be closer or farther one to the other. Okay, so therefore it's uh, just like in space, it's possible to be in this dabek to something. It's also possible to, to cling to something in concept. For example, two people love each other. It's called the, 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 their, you know, their shurim zebazer, right? The, the, the souls are, are tied up together, right? What does that mean? It means, you know, like David and Yehonathan, right? There was a mission in Perkeva says, what's, a, what's an ava, shein at luyubu dover? That's neskayim, is the love of David and Yehonathan, right? I mean, the two of them shared... A fundamental you know, a vision, a, a, a purpose, a, um, you know, values, a drive, whatever, whatever are those things, to the point they were so close in in, in all these areas, right? they understood each other so perfectly. So that's called vacus. Uh, to to the point that even if you know, the two people extend to two opposite sides of the world. Right, one is over there, one is over there. It doesn't make any difference. They're still called. They're still called nizdabik. They're still they're still clinging to each other because, in concept, and thought, in 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 purpose, they, they never budged. So the bodies are separate, but 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 the souls are, are attached. Okay. So when we talk about dvekus to Hashem, what we're, what we're talking about is closeness, is proximity, is is. Uh, the, the in the language of the of the Ramchal of the of the of the Rambam um, is is Hasaga. When we're Masig Hashem, now, like we said before in the fir- in the first parak, we said it's impossible to be Masig from Atzmuso Nelama. His essential, quintessential self cannot be cannot be perceived. Hasaga is a very powerful word. People people don't have a, a good translation of the word Hasaga. It doesn't mean intellectual knowledge of hasaga means in in the in the language that the Ramchal is going to use use in, in the first parak is when you're omid al hadaver beverur. It means when you when you, and literal translation when you stand on the concept with a clarity. What does it mean to stand on the concept? It means you're there, right? I could talk to you about. Aliens and theoretically what that would be like, and the, well, you know, what happens when you breathe water, and, and, and but we have no we have no concept of that. We have no relationship to that. We we can't we can't relate in any way. Okay, Hasaga is the the, the Ramchal later on in, in the in the third Chelik, I believe, is going is going to explain the difference between a Chacham and a Navi. Is that a Chacham Chachma? Is I know about the concept. I, I figured it out. If this is like this, then this must be like that, and then that, so then this is going to be like that, and ultimately it's probably like this, and maybe even not probably, maybe even certainly like that. Okay, but I'm not there. A navi when he when a navi has a nevuah, that's a bechin of a saga. He's ag- he's there. 
This is, he's experiencing this. For him, it's as if it's happening. That's, this is where he's holding. Okay? That, and, and that, that experiential knowledge, that knowledge of this is where I exist, that's an absolute dvekus to that concept. Which is why Anavi, of course, he's going to talk about the Nevoa is dvekus in Hashem. That's like the, that's like the, the ultimate dvekus in Hashem is Nevoa. So, so it turns out that the dvekus that we're talking about is hasaga. Hasaga, again, not intellectual philosophizing, sitting around being, being bechacham, but experientially being there, which means halachta bedrochav, going in his ways, means whatever the midos of Hashem, mahu rachum, mafata rachum, mahu chanun, afata chanun, right? It means, it means living with Hashem, with an ahava and a yira, and uh, and and a kavona saleiv, and all the things that that, that he sp- that he speaks about in the Mesul Sisharim as uh, as being captured by, by the pasuk Vatai Yisrael Mashem Alkech Hashem Mimcha Kim Loyiro So Okay. So if we had to summarize all of that, that could be summarized by that when man comes to recognize to recognize. Hashem, that's Dvekus. Okay? So, we, we asked the question in the beginning, that the Ramchal is opening the parak with the words that the desire was to be mative. But, and, and so does the Arizal. But yet the Arizal seems to contradict himself and say that the purpose is to reveal his honor in the world, and that's what the Sefer Likute, uh, Likute Amorim says, and and other Svarim Kedoshim, right? Dear Betachtonim V'chulei. And he says, you're right. But that's that's already, uh, that's the base ratio. There's, there's the two, uh, the, uh, the two beginnings. The first beginning is the Hephes, is the Rotson, is the desire. What does Hashem want? is to be made to us. How? In the Mahalach of Chochmah, what's the plan? How is it going to happen? And the answer is going to happen when man recognizes the greatness of God. When, when we are masik, truly, not just recognize it intellectually, but we're truly perceive, we're truly there, holding on, so to speak, being this dabik in, in whatever giluim, of course, the... the like we said, we can never, we can never be masik. But, but, but whatever giluim of it, there are whatever revelations of it there are, and we're masik those. That's veikus and Hashem. So that's now that's the that's the the desire for dear betachtonim. That's the that's what Hashem wanting that honor should be given to His name, recognition of His greatness. What does Hashem want to be recognized for His greatness for? Well, well sounds like a sounds like a. Uh, egomaniac over here, right? Like, what? I want everybody to know how great I am. Really? Like, what's that? Why don't you just be humble like, like Orin over here? Nobody will know how great you are. That, that, that's a good thing, right? Be a tzaddik mister, right? So he doesn't, he doesn't need that covered, right? It's, it's for us. I mean, I want you to know how great I am because when you know how great I am, not know intellectually, but when you're massing that, when you experience it, when you're clinging to it, that's the ultimate hatavah. That's the best thing it could possibly be. 
That's what we get to share in that greatness. Meaning, if I, if I recognize it, I perceive it, I, I connect to it, then, then, then I'm sharing in that ultimate greatness, and that's the best Atava that could possibly be. That's what the Ramchal did over here, right? In this Oath, you see what he did? He started with the Rotson, and he ended up with the Chochmah. Okay? That's Oath Aleph. Oh man, Oath Base is a big one. Okay, Oath Base is the one that, um, when, whenever people are having challenges, then they should probably go back and read those base over here. Okay? Um, the Ramchal tells us that it, 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 theoretically you could have stopped right there. Hashem could have just stopped right there, created this creature, creature recognizes fully, not hasaga, you know, absolute recognition as much as it can of the of the covet of Hashem, of, of Shleimuso, and that's the Dveikos, and that's the Atava, and, and that's the end of the story. However, that Shleimus would have not been the perfect Shleimus. He wanted to upgrade it another 10%, to make it even better. Okay? Now, what, what would have been lacking? What would I mean? You talk, you, you, in this Dabek, again, to give, you the, to give you that ultimate Shleimus, that's impossible, because that's Hashem himself. That's, that's not givable. So you get this, this next best thing in this dynamic. What, what else? What else could you want? Right. So the so the Ramchal says the, the, the probably says it here. It says in other uh, other languages elsewhere. I use language that uh, maybe people are familiar with. There's a concept of Nahama de Kisufu, the bread of shame. Okay, it's a language of the Zohar, um, which means that that, that a poor man. Who is who is given uh, tzedakah? He's given bread. He's given. He's, he's supported. That although you know, he's, okay, wonderful. You know, you're hungry, so, you, so here's the bread. The bread has a bitterness to it. The bread has a, has a pain to it, right? Now, first we'll explain it on, on a simple level of, of tzedakah that we can all relate to. That we'll extrapolate back and try try to understand how this would have been relevant on on uh, on the very high levels. So, with with an ani, the point is that whenever whenever a person, Chazal tell us, Adam wrote bekav shalom kam If 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 I grew if I grew a, uh, a vegetable patch or whatever it is, right, and uh, I prefer to eat that than nine times as much of bought stuff, okay. And uh, now bought stuff is also okay. Because bought stuff, what's bought? How do you buy something? It, it's it's you worked, you did make something, right? I mean, maybe if you didn't really make anything concrete, you I don't know, you're programming or or doing some math equations for for someone, right? But the point is, you you did generate some value, which on some sort of a global scale somewhere did create some product, or at least some perception of some product from someone else who made some product, right? Um, and then you're taking that and you're trading it in for your bread. Okay? So, so it is similar to growing up, you know, uh, making the bread yourself. So, so when you do make your bread yourself, what, what happens is it means I am, sh- this is really mine. I mean, my strength is my own. No, it's not really, it's not, my strength is not really my own because it's really given to me by Hashem. But I am using 
that strength. It is something that is that is uh, directly experientially related to me, right? And that's what that's what helped this bread to come about. So then, so then I recognize this bread as being mine. Okay, where uh, so what? Uh, what if I did it myself? That's really gishmak because I literally see my own um, toil in it. If it's for money that I earned, and then afterwards I turn around and I bought it, that's also okay. If neither one of those two, if it was given to me for free, I feel like I have no business eating this. Why is this coming to me? What's what's the connection? Right? Um, And this this is a fundamental concept that just like if there was an alien that didn't have the necessary taste buds that we have. It doesn't have any taste buds. Whatever. And you, you presented them the most delicious platter with all the wonderful taste, with sweet and with a little bit of, uh, you know, sour uh, from, 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 from hamachi itself, right? Uh, some of the platters, some of those delicious things that they serve over there, right? If you put it in his mouth, it wouldn't do anything. Why not? Because he doesn't have the receptacles for it, right? I mean, it takes two to tangle, right? Dvekus is that it has to somehow, besides, you know, recognizing what's over there, I have to have something similar to that over here that, that they should allow for a connection. If I'm, if I'm fundamentally dissimilar to that, I can't accept it. There's there's a, there's there's no uh, a clickable a vessel to receive it has to be similar to the thing that it's receiving. That's the problem. The, 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 that's the problem with the Hamadiki Suf. So if man were to be dissimilar to the thing that he's being as in, so fundamentally what we're saying is you couldn't really be masigit. You couldn't really get it. You couldn't really understand it. You, you, you're you're perceiving the kindness of Hashem, and it's, you know, if you could, perce- if we could perceive the warm glow, the, you know, wh- whatever that is, we, I'm obviously using languages of, of analogy, right, of the Chazde Hashem, it, it would be the most awesome feeling we could ever imagine, that's going to be a, a part of Olam Abba, right, but if I myself have never done an act of kindness, I, I'm not a person who shaykh to kindness, Bukhlau, right, it's not, it's not my kindness. I, I'm not someone who is shalim like that. Right? So then, the, I, I, I would not be able to, to really connect to it, to appreciate it, to relate to it. Okay? That, that, would, be, that, would, be, that would be the obstacle. And, and it's important to understand, this is a fundamental obstacle. This is a, this is a basic obstacle from the definition of Hasaga itself. Right? It, to be masik something, you have to be similar to it, right? To be, to to know something, to understand something, uh, you don't have to be similar to it. But masik means, like we said, it's dveikus. Dveikus means I'm I'm in that same place. Now, I might be much, I might, might be lower. You might be higher, might be lower. But I have to somehow be shy to that, okay? And if there would be this dissimilarity, it would create a distance. It would create a gap. Uh, in this dveikus, so, which means it would, it would take away from from this hatava. So, th- so therefore, Hashem decreed 
that the Hatava has to be derech that the that the person earns it. That the person that the person uh, is himself the bow, the, the the master over it. That it's really mine, right? That, that I, and if, if it'll be mine, then I will be similar to Hashem in that regard. If, if my shleimus, if my if, if if whatever perfection that I have, which is my ability to be masig Hashem, to perceive Hashem, to relate to Hashem, is if that's something that, that, that I own, that's mine, that's it's me, then that's the most similar that we could be to Hashem. Now, he prefaces this, puts a caveat that, of course, Hashem's perfection is not due to anyone else that we spoke about before. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not uh, owed to anyone else. Um, but it's also mukhruch. Um, it, it, it must be that way. There's no possibility. There's no like, well, maybe you could have ended up that Hashem wouldn't be perfect. Meaning, He's, he's, he's essentially perfect. Fundamentally perfect. Um, out of those two, one of them is completely not relevant to us. We can, we can being that we're a created being, it, can, it cannot be that we're going to be necessarily perfect. Can, even, even, even on our own level, meaning not talking about perfect in the infinite sense of the word, which is how Hashem is perfect, but whatever level of shleimus the word we ourselves are going to have, it cannot be that it's muhuch minei ubei. That it has to be that way. Because we're being created. Hashem could, could create us whichever way He wants. Okay? So, um, however, the, the, the other aspect, that Hashem's perfection is not due to someone else, which kind of seems to be the same thing, but that one we can have. That's the interesting point, right? means Hashem gave us, and this, this is this we're going to come to, Hashem gave us free will. Okay? And free will is an interesting thing, meaning when I exercise my free will and I become an Odom HaSholem, then that Shleimus is not due to anyone else except, for, except to me. Not to say that I could have done it all by myself. I, I, I didn't create myself. I didn't give myself these abilities. I certainly couldn't, uh, I couldn't do anything by myself. Right? But being that it was, it was up to me whether I will become Shalem or not, and, and not due to anyone else. I mean, no, no one else can do this for me. So then when, when ultimately I do decide, I made that decision to become Sholem, that's due, to, that's due to myself. Or it certainly is not due to anyone else. And that, says the Ramchal, is, is as, that's the closest that we could be to the perfection of Hashem. And it's important to be close to the perfection of Hashem so that we can be masig, so we can relate to the perfection of Hashem. Because remember, the ultimate benefit, the ultimate goodness that we're going to receive in, uh, in Olam Abba is not our own shleimus. I mean, it's not that however much you work on yourself, here's how shalim you became, and shkoyach, that's what you, you know, that's, that's what you're going to get to enjoy for your time. That, that's not, you know, that's not much to write home about, the, the shleimus that we can manage to reach. But whatever, but whatever level of, 
our own personal shleimus that we can manage to reach, that will help us to perceive Hashem's shleimus, Hashem's perfection, and that and that's the ultimate good. That's 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 the ultimate hatava. Okay, and and. Uh, uh, th- that's the way to remove that that gap, that barrier between them. Okay, and uh, now, now, so just a, a technical point at the end of all base. So, if you want to have this, this ability to be a shalem or not to be a shalem there must be there must be something else in the world besides just hashem and this created being i mean until now until we got into O's base you could have just had hashem creates this being the being perceives this creator and 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 that's the end of it right now that we said no no, no now we we have the now we have a storyline, right? Now we have the creature having to first grab something, you know, reach for Shlemus, and not reach for the Chisaron, right? But with the, with the possibility of reaching for the Chisaron, but not reaching for the Chisaron, reaching for the Shlemus. And then, and then, as a result of that, being as Dabek and Hashem, so that that is going to be called hashpos, spiritual influences, spiritual influences of shleimus and heder and, and detriment. Okay, so that that's we're setting up um, the world more and more now as we're going to go through these stages. We're layering reality. We're explaining why re- meaning. First, what's the reality in the most basic level? Then we're saying, okay, and then now, to make it even better, Hashem added this, and then it's going to continue like that. And to make it even better still, He added an extra layer, and then in order for it to really work out extra, and, 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 and more and more, as we go through it, the reality is going to take on the, the um, appearance that we're used to, but never leaving sight of why this is all happening, which is to be mative, and that the hatava should be a tava shleima, and uh, that's uh, that's something to to always remember in, in our in our avodas Hashem, and to be makir tov, and to be to be besimcha over over the tremendous hatava that we're that we're in the in the midst of. Okay, everyone should have a uh, ksiva tova.